0: If you're hearing this, 30 Rock has come to an end, and one more tie to our high school years has been severed, leaving us sad and alone. This is Top 10 Thursdays, and I'm Sean Lemmy. Sean John
1: Honey.
2: Colin Westman. Matt Carstens.
0: Someday I'm going to get you to say, and I'm Matt Carstens. And that'll sound good.
2: All you would need to say is, hey Matt, can you say, and I'm Matt Carstens? And then that's what you would have to do to get me to say it.
0: I've always just wanted it to be implied.
2: It's hard when I can't... How do you imply that?
0: I don't know. We never even decided on an order, I don't think. It just happened that you go last.
3: Order of how much we talk, I think. Is that it? <laughs> well, then That's then what it feels should, like.
0: John should go first. Mm,
3: but you're like the host.
0: I guess. Anyway, in honor of 30 Rock, our beloved show that is now over... We're going to look back at uh, some series finales that we enjoyed. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a rare thing to get a good series finale because I feel like it's a pretty recent phenomenon that TV shows actually are like ending of their own volition. I feel like so much of television history has been, you know, it's 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 really uncertain with, with a TV show because they, they don't really know when they're going to end. They just kind of go on forever until people stop watching. And and that's always... I mean, how can you keep a good story going if you don't really have a definite end point ever and, until it sneaks up on you? Uh, but I, I think we got a pretty good list of uh, exceptions to that rule. Most of them shows that I've seen. I guess I'm the guy who finishes shows around here.
2: I finish shows.
3: Finish a few. You guys
2: just don't like them as much. Maybe? What do you mean? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, you didn't put any on the list, Matt.
2: I never put anything on the list. (laughs) I always (laughs) open up the list like five minutes before we do the thing. (laughs) You understand, I've got to like power this whole recording station by a stationary bike. It's really... A lot of work.
3: Is that just how you spend your week in preparation?
2: Yeah, I gotta charge it up.
3: It's it's a physical toll that this (laughs) podcast takes on you.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna. It's taken years off my life. Oh,
3: sorry about that. It's all right.
2: It's a sacrifice I'm willing to
0: make. (laughs) Uh, Well, me, you might have not added anything, but you did at least see the first finale on our list. Uh, and that's Battlestar Galactica. Pretty recent. Uh
2: Yeah, some shit happened, man. Basically, I watched this whole show. What got me hooked was like the first... Not the first two episodes, because that's like what made me not want to watch the show anymore, because it's so long. But, uh, but when, when Adama starts talking about Earth, and like, oh, we're going to Earth. And I was like, yeah, we're going to Earth. This is going to be awesome. And then... Like, that's the only thing that kept me going, like, the entire show. It was okay. I liked it, space, and I liked the space fights and stuff, but they finally got to Earth, and I was, I was just anticipating that they'd, like, the last season or so would be them assimilating to, like, present-day Earth, and, like, you know, America would be like, oh, for God, we gotta get these aliens out of here, man, and then, yeah. uh, but then it wasn't like that at all. So oh. I I, th- I thought it was okay. I was confused why things like Adama has to be like, oh, goodbye, son. I'm going to go live a couple miles over here and never see you again. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, Starbuck just is an angel or something and, like, disappears. And... That was weird. But Yeah, I didn't want to get too spoilery. But, uh... You know, fuck it. No one cares about Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> I got questions, man. I got questions.
0: I feel like that is the the way a lot of people felt after Galactica ended. It was just like, "Fuck, fuck this, man." <laughs> <laughs> which which is so weird to me because, like, right up until the last episode, I was totally in the like, "I can't believe this is actually ending." I love this show so much. I'm not ready to live without it. And then the finale happened, and I was like. Well, that's done now. There can be no more of that. I'm glad it's over. Uh, which you don't always get. I mean, a lot of the time, you, they have like a big adventure and then you're like, well, that's it. But th- there's no reason for that to be it. It's just the show's ended. And we know. But the characters don't know. Battlestar Galactica, they know the score. They're like, all right, we're going to blow up the ship. We're going to go fuck the natives to <laughs> populate the planet. And we're going to like see the future where there's like modern day robots and they're supposed to be as creepy as the Cylons. And that's kind of dumb. But I'm kind of about it. I mean, the show was always like trying to be more philosophical than I think it could actually pull off. And I was, I was kind of all right with them like just kicking it into overdrive for the last two hours of the show and just being like, all right, angels exist. And, and like the worst people on the show are actually angels. And, uh, like why is
2: it so heavy on angels? <laughs> what do you mean? The worst people are angels. Baltar. He's like the worst guy. He's an, he was an angel. Yeah, he was. <laughs> what do what you mean by angel? Like they're dead. Well, then why is he in like the last scene like, with touched by an angel with the six? <laughs> Well, I, I, guess I thought he was a Cylon
0: or something. It's it's really confusing
3: yeah, right. because. <laughs> I take your word for it.
0: Oh, yeah,
2: just take really my word confusing. for it. confusing. <laughs> well, Starbucks and Angel, because she like disa- escape, she wrap. straight up disappears.
0: There are are three characters in the show that all seemingly die, but then are like keep being in the show, and it's never really explained why.
1: I don't even know what that means. <laughs> there. They're angels. Okay, like Star Wars. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the most beautiful creatures in the galaxy. What
3: system did that come from?
2: Who gives a shit?
3: It <laughs> come from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah,
2: sure.
0: Crossover. <laughs> Well, yeah, because the finale does confirm that Battlestar Galactica does take place a
2: long time ago.
1: Mm. There you go. That's it.
2: (laughs) And we know since, you know, Han Solo ran into Harrison Ford, or Indiana Jones's bones, that, you know, we know that Earth exists, right? Yeah. Yeah, so.
1: It's all there. Clear as day. It was anyway, like a good
0: finale. I appreciate the finale of Battlestar Galactica's last episode. I appreciate that the show went out on its own terms. Uh, probably not going to make the list, I don't think.
1: Especially on a network that probably didn't have like a lot of good fallback shows. It's like they probably didn't want that to happen, but they still had the balls to. That's why there was like eighteen
2: spinoffs.
1: Them. Yeah. <laughs> are, are any of those good?
2: I don't care. Uh, <laughs> there's only two
0: spinoffs. There's, and the first one got canceled. Supposedly is getting good. And the second one, I don't think it's actually
2: a series yet. It was
0: okay. People
2: there, prefer there's the at least like, Yeah, There's at least like three of them on Netflix.
0: Oh, you're talking about like the Blood and Chrome thing? Yeah. That's just... It's like a movie that retells... The whole war from the Cylons' point
2: of view. Did you watch any of the Blood? I don't care, I don't care. I forget
0: what they're all called. It's all but right. They did. They did like a movie about the Pegasus ship, like everything leading up to them meeting Galactica.
2: Well, that's a, that's part of the series, or at least it was. That's like the first two episodes of one of the seasons. At least on Netflix. Anyways, did you ever watch the original at all? Uh, I watched
0: the pilot of the original. Yeah, so I did I. It,
2: it was like, it was pretty funny, like how exactly like it was just trying to be exactly like Star Wars. It was <laughs> like I don't know. I just got a super Star Wars vibe from like the ships and the. Wasn't uh, the production designer
1: of that show the same guy who did all the concept art for Star Wars? Probably. I mean, it.
2: it is eerie. Something McQuarrie.
1: Ah, oh,
2: he's dead. And I'm all about the on. Cylons. are like, we are the Cylons. "Hi, man. Yorker, man. They should have done that in the... In the they history. did, in the
0: Pegasus movie, they totally had the old Cylons. It was great. Flying <laughs> around
2: going, by Yorker, man. <laughs> <That blood laughs> good. I did appreciate how the ship, like, l- looks... Pretty much exactly the same. I thought that was kinda cool. Yeah. But it was funny. It
0: it was nice that Battlestar Galactica ended with the ship going away, blowing up. Real nice. Miss those guys.
2: I don't maybe they'll they'll make a movie
0: someday. Anything good. No. There's that show they are done, John. You don't understand. There is nothing left
2: okay, Except to just go further and further Into the past
0: Which they did with that Caprica show That no one liked mm-hmm.
2: That's why we need to go further Into the past Further into the past <laughs> Like amoebas
0: so.
2: <laughs> Yes Let's
0: not Let's instead talk about the Cheers finale Refresh my memory Well Diane shows up.
2: Oh yeah, damn it! I didn't like remember how much I hated Diane until she re showed back up. (laughs) Why?
3: (laughs) I don't. I never hated Diane that much. I I I really like the finale just because. I mean, Cheers is an interesting show cuz it lasted so long i think a big reason it lasted so long is because it kind of split itself into two different eras you know mm-hmm. the first half of it was more like this screwball romantic comedy and then the second half it was just you know a very good workplace sitcom you know based around all these characters and in the finale they kind of they kind of embodied that with the first half Revolving around Sam and Diane getting back together and you see, you know, the the spark is still there. Who knows if it's love, but there's definitely something there that these two characters feel for each other, but they're obviously kind of not meant to be. And then uh, there's that great last scene where all the characters are just sitting around the bar kind of ruminating on the meaning of life, which none of these characters are really smart enough to... (laughs) to give any any due to except for Fraser of course. And I'm I'm all about that last conversation that takes place between uh Cliff and uh and Sam just cuz, you know, Cliff's like the best character basically. <laughs> and I'm glad he, he he's the last one to leave the bar before Sam in that that final scene.
0: Yeah, Man, pretty about it. Little
2: tribute to Coach too. Yeah. God I miss Coach.
1: Of cu- of course the show coach with Craig T. Nelson.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I was Passing gonna try the to torch. make a joke, but I couldn't think of anything about Coach.
2: No one knows anything about Coach. All I know is John talking about it and that Craig T. Nelson went to Central Washington University. So
1: we should have a statue. Yeah. Where he's coach and he's fighting poltergeists. Just put two of his movies in there. <laughs> or movie and TV show. He's also on... You know, he turned down Modern Family because they didn't pay him enough. They're like, Yeah, it's not enough money.
3: What else is he doing?
1: He's doing Parenthood, but nobody watches it. Oh, uh, yeah. But he gets a lot of buddies, so... <laughs>
3: He won. I guess. I feel like he would have ended up making way more money on Modern Family since that show's way more popular.
1: Well, he can't see into the future. He's only human.
3: (laughs) I suppose. But I'm I'm
1: glad they uh, gave him a nod on Cheers. (laughs) Continue. That's all I got.
0: Are we gonna watch Cheers, Jim.
1: Yeah, but I haven't seen the last episode. It's alright.
2: Yeah, seems you, you just like it all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just Where read the it? read the plot uh, on Wikipedia, and I don't really remember it at all. I remember them like getting back together, but it just it kind of felt forced for me, like. Oh, all of a sudden she comes back. Oh, now we're gonna get back together. Like we already know that. Like it, they try to do this like a million times and it never worked over like six years.
3: Well, it's not like they immediately get back together. I mean, the the first thing that they do is they lie to each other that they're married and have this great life.
2: Yeah.
3: And then there's that great scene at the restaurant where, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the guy that <laughs> Diane says is her husband, like. His gay lover comes in, and he's all pissed off about this whole thing. And that was after Rebecca was pretending to be Sam's husband,
2: no, wife. wife, wife,
3: wife. You know, I had a 50 50 chance. <laughs> and then Tom Berenger came in. He's in this episode.
2: Bill Clinton was invited to be a part of the finale, but declined. I wonder how that would have worked. What, what year are we talking? He was,
3: he was president then, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I no. think it was
2: ninety
3: three. Yeah.
0: Get me the president. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish Fraser and Lilith didn't get back together at the end of Chia.
1: <laughs> Why'd you say like a gangster? <laughs>
0: Uh, if I explained, it, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> they just. I know they didn't plan on doing Frasier, but. Sure would have been better if they had just kept doing the plot they were doing all season of them breaking up.
2: But it's not that far fetched for them to break up shortly after that. Yeah. It's true.
0: What's weird is that I think. Roz and martin are both in the last season of cheers
2: as different characters (laughs) yep the thing that bugs me the most is that uh for one uh fraser's mom is in the show and she's like a total bitch but like whenever they talk about her on fraser she's like the like most heavenly woman like she's like the beautiful and nice and so that pisses me off. It's like, no, she's a bitch. I saw her. I know what's going on.
0: She changed. I think a lot of people kind of romanticize dead loved ones. I mean, that's not mm-hmm. uncommon. No. <laughs> she was
3: a
2: bitch. Fuck her. Fuck That's right. <laughs> that sounds like Frazier. And then, do they ever mention... They never... They mentioned that Frazier's a single... Or An only child, or something to that effect. Yeah, or that his yeah, brother addressed that on the, yeah the, the,
3: the Frasier episode where uh, where Sam Sam comes to Sam that. comes yeah. to Seattle.
0: Yeah,
3: and he's like, "I thought you were an only child." <laughs> I can't
0: remember <laughs> what he says. And I think is he there. also said his dad was dead. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's <laughs> funny. Okay.
0: Well. Flip the script. Is it on the list column? It is for me, it's one of my
3: favorites I don't know why you guys are so Indifferent to it, but whatever
0: Maybe you should should
3: watch it again
0: Probably When I watched it, I was like, oh man, no more cheers And I already watched Frasier This is a big part of my life And it's gone now
3: Shouldn't that be kind of the feeling that you get From a season finale, that kind of
0: Yeah Because, I mean That's what makes a TV show work is you miss and, these
3: characters, yeah.
0: Growing attached to the characters. And sure, I never knew them, but I felt like I did.
2: I watched the first episode of Frasier immediately after I watched the finale of Cheers. I remember that. <laughs> I was like, God, this is like the greatest thing of all time.
3: We'll get to that. First, we gotta tackle the finale to dinosaurs.
0: Okay, so this one, full on plot spoilers. <laughs>
2: No. That dinosaur
0: <laughs> ruins the planet and causes the extinction of dinosaurs in a neat 20-minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> they go through the whole, you know, like drought and then, you know, uh, Ice Age process in maybe 10 minutes tops. Uh, and, and the series ends with the family explaining to the baby dinosaur basically that everyone's going to die. And then they like look out the window and the camera just pans out and sad music plays and it's over. It is awesome.
3: It is kind of awesome just because it's so like heavy handed. It's like you almost feel like the writers are like trying to make a deep statement about the nature of like humanity, especially in that one scene where, Like, he's talking to his boss, who's basically responsible for turning the whole planet into a wasteland. (laughs) And he's like, why should I worry about that? I mean, the biggest problem I have now is what to do with all this money. (laughs) He's got, like, a bunch of money on his desk. It's like, yeah, fucking corporate America is going to be the end of us or something. I don't know. It's just a bizarre episode of television. We should
0: explain that uh it all starts with uh these this annual beetle i don't know swarm is supposed to show up uh, but it doesn't because they've turned their uh the swamp that they mate in into
2: a wax fruit factory. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> everyone mates in the same swamp uh, just the bugs. Just oh, needles. I thought you were talking about the dinosaurs. <laughs> the special mating <laughs> swamp. Yeah, I was like, I thought they were supposed to be like human. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they live in homes with bedrooms, but you no, know, they gotta go to the swamp.
0: Sounds about right. It's where it gets real hot. <sighs> anyway, the beetles were important to the ecosystem because they ate this really aggressive vine that the dinosaurs had to deal with now because there's no beetles to eat it. And so, for some reason, the dad dinosaur gets put in charge of this, and his solution is to cover the whole continent of Pangaea in poison, and uh, it destroys all plant life. So then they're like, "Well, how do we
2: bring plants back?" What kind of uh, industrial technology do they have to like spread a massive? <laughs> well, you hear like an airplane flying over.
0: I don't know. It could have been a pterodactyl that made airplane sounds.
1: Didn't they have TVs on dinosaurs, though?
0: Yeah, they're watching TV the whole episode. So it's probably not a
1: pterodactyl. That'd be
0: slavery. Where do you draw the line, though? (laughs) I don't know. I'm not an expert on
1: dinosaurs, so keep going.
0: Well, so now that all the plants are dead, they're like, what do we do for food? How about we make the planets come back by making it rain? And so, Matrix style, they blot out the sun with clouds.
1: What does that mean? Matrix style.
0: So you know how <laughs> it's kind of like Germs style. Yeah, I exactly.
1: don't know what that would mean either.
0: <laughs> In the Matrix, the machines were solar powered, and so humans decided they would beat the machines by putting up big black clouds all over the entire planet, so the machines wouldn't be able to get solar power. Okay, but then the machines just started draining power out of human beings because that is the dumbest thing you could do in that situation <laughs> Good, anyway, so after fucking up twice, everyone just gives up, and the dinosaurs prepare for the end times, and the family gets together, and yeah, and it's like i said they they basically just tell the baby dinosaur. They try to explain the situation to him, and it's really sad. It's not funny at all. And, and like the grandma, it's kind dinosaurs. of funny. <laughs> <just 'cause>
3: the <laughs> fact that a conversation like this is taking place on a show where dinosaurs look like people and they make bad jokes that are barely jokes.
0: <laughs> There's stuff like the grandma dinosaur says, "I was knew you screw up, but I never thought this bad." Yeah. <laughs> There's just
3: something very totally off about this whole thing. (laughs) But it's, uh, you know.
1: Remarkable. Remarkable. Yeah. (laughs) I like what I'm hearing, especially the sex swamp.
0: (laughs) There is like one beetle that hangs out with them. He's like an annoying puppet. He's always, for some reason, he's not devastated that he's the last of his species. He's just hitting on the teenage girl that I saw the whole time. Nice. She's just like rolling her eyes.
1: Well, what do you expect? He mates in a sex swamp.
0: Maybe you wouldn't think it was so weird if that was the only love you ever knew.
1: <laughs> Touche. <laughs>
0: Moving on. Fraser, Because can't get enough of that, I guess.
3: That's got a pretty solid finale. I, I don't think it's as good as Cheers, but I don't know. A lot happens in it. Uh, Daphne and Niles' baby is born. Uh, Martin gets married. Fraser <clears throat> gets a job as a Psychiatrist in San Francisco, which, like, the whole episode's built around this <clears throat> airplane journey. And then at the end, you're like, oh, wait, no, he's going to do something else.
2: Still waiting for that show. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: don't, I don't know. Wait, isn't Boss set in Chicago? Huh? Isn't Boss yeah. set in Chicago? Yeah,
2: San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, but at the end Samuel of the
3: Scott. episode he's like I'm going to Chicago oh. to see that lady friend of mine.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's what saves the episode for me is Fraser who deserves more than anyone else I can think of to actually get married and have a family. Uh finally gets you know overrides his logical self and and goes and follows his heart. I think that's very sweet.
2: Aww. <laughs> yeah, but then he becomes like a dick and boss, right? He's like yeah. he's just like mayor or something. Yeah, he becomes the mayor <laughs> of Chicago.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> How many seasons was Frasier? I think it was also 11. Yeah. Just like Cheers. And uh, was not- that
1: so was so it 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 didn't feel like it should have ended earlier. I or felt like, I like it, was, it
0: should have ended like five seasons earlier, but I, was I don't, enough.
2: I wouldn't go five. It definitely got I would weaker. Like
3: two or three. Yeah.
2: I, I felt like once, once the tension was gone between Niles and Daphne, it, that's when it kind of went down for me. It went
3: down. I feel like it was still a
2: pretty yeah, solid show. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. It was, it went down by Frazier standards. Yeah. It was still a good show. Just wasn't as good, but I feel like that last season it like picked up because I feel like some of the writers that had worked on it earlier came back to finish out the show, and it yeah, it, it finished strong. Is that like a thing memory. that
0: happens a lot? Like, The Office is doing that. Yeah,
3: it it does sometimes. I mean, I feel like usually the the pr- protocol for most sitcoms is the creator usually will write the the finale. Even if they haven't like actually written any of the episodes in in years,
2: mm-hmm.
3: it seems to be a trend. Right. But, yeah, pretty good.
0: Pretty good. <laughs> Nothing amazing. I mean, the events that happened besides you know that last event are things that we you know knew were coming for a long time, and they're pretty common sitcom. You know, season finale fodder. So, not that exciting even watching it for the series finale.
2: Yeah.
0: But goddamn, that's a good
1: show. <laughs> Never met someone who didn't like Frasier. I've met a few. I know really conservative people that like Frasier. Well,
0: sure. guess he's conservative. So yeah. Cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just saying All walks of life I wouldn't say Fraser's conservative Well, well Kelsey, Fraser's Grammer. Conservative. Kelsey Grammer is Kelsey
0: Grammer is It's all good
2: It's all good
0: Have yourself a gun The Larry Sanders show Finale Is awesome Not that anyone mm-hmm. Will ever believe us
2: I don't e Again, I don't Like, remember You gotta remind me <laughs>
3: Uh, it's the last show of the Larry Sanders show. Well,
2: I know that. I know what show we're talking I've seen it. I just I don't remember the episode. The show within the show, the Larry Sanders show, it's the last episode of it. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't remember that at all. It was a long time ago. It was like five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: that's what I meant.
2: I thought you were just t- saying. Is like, I was like, "Yeah, it does." It's the last episode. <laughs>
3: there you go. There's your plot synopsis.
2: So they played it out like a actual talk show.
0: Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, like always, you see what's going on backstage too. Mm-hmm. You don't get the full show, but you see like the monologue and all the interviews and and the ending. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little bit of bridge, but not that much.
2: That's cool. I was really bummed out when like it got into the whole like drug addiction thing. Like that's when that show lost me. I was like, uh, it was like funny for him to pretend, but now that he's like actually addicted to drugs, it's like uh, uh, it's losing me. <laughs> but it, they pulled it out. It worked. Yeah, sure.
0: Brought on a bunch of fun guest stars. John Stewart got to redeem himself, and Bob <laughs> Odenkirk got the final "fuck you" that he deserved. Uh, you know, Seinfeld showed up. And, mm-hmm. I don't know who else. Carol Burnett.
3: Carol Burnett. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like how they're like trying to make it like the last episode of Carson by having like this farewell song, but they got like. Clint Black, this country singer, to do it. There's like, I don't want my farewell to be like a, a man singing to me. Isn't that weird? Like <laughs> a man singing to another man.
0: But it's actually pretty great and fairly touching.
3: Yeah. I mean, the thing I, I really like about this finale is, I mean, it came out kind of around the same time as the Seinfeld finale. And both of these shows were kind of shows that weren't big on – emotional hugging sort of moments. But Larry Sanders, I feel like it managed to still retain its sort of cynical edge, but still make it like, you know, kind of like you're going to miss these characters. There's still an emotional thing going on where at the end of the episode, you know, all the characters are kind of expressing (laughs) how much they mean to each other. And yet still, Hank makes that display of bitterness to Larry in like the final scene but then he comes back and they patch yeah. it up I like
0: that it's it's actually kind of hard to watch there's a few scenes in there when people cry and it's I don't know like, it gets me
3: yeah it feels oddly real for some reason Especially
0: Rip Torn, like taking a long walk to find a private place so he can just like let out a single sob, and then get back to work because he's that kind of guy.
2: God, I love Rip Torn in that show. So, like, I love Rip Torn in real life. <laughs> <laughs> well, it basically is Rip Torn in real life, or what I like to imagine Rip Torn. In uh, life I feel life. like he's
3: got it more together on the Larry Sanders <laughs> <of> Show. <laughs>
0: Jim Carrey's in here is actually really funny. He's probably my favorite of the guest star parts on the episode. He does this like huge song. He just he leaves it all out there. It's, it's this amazing, you know, the the kind of guest every talk show would ever hope to have. Then they go to commercial, and Jim Carrey just he just hates Larry
2: so much. <laughs> Do they ever like reference what network they're on?
0: I don't I think so Because it, it, I mean They wouldn't be on HBO Yeah They're, they're applied to be a, a network show Yeah But they talk about Everyone else Yeah Especially Arsenio <laughs> just don't get
3: Because he wasn't even On for that long He was on for like Four years Or something
2: It's like referencing The Chevy Chase show Yeah, Yeah, well, I felt like back then Arsenio was like pretty big, wasn't he? Bill Clinton wouldn't even do cheers. I mean, they didn't know (laughs) that it wouldn't last that long, right? Yeah, so it's all about the young kids getting those ratings, man.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. It was the chocolate news of its time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's disrespectful (laughs) to who. David Glover.
3: <laughs> okay. Who? Yeah, who did you say? Say David Glover? <laughs> who is that? <laughs> Sounds like a real person.
2: Who does that show? What's his name? David Allen Green. David Alan Green. <laughs> I was gonna say Donald Glover, but I was like, no, that's the guy from community. <laughs>
3: Said David Glover,
2: Dave looking down. up who David Glover
3: is
1: right now.
2: Well, who's he's, it? A,
1: he's a cancer survivor. Well,
2: who's uh, the who's the other Glover, that other black guy, Danny Glover. Danny Glover. That's who I was thinking of. It's
1: disrespectful to Danny Glover.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Saying that, our the our city hall show is the chocolate
3: news. Of so. so It's time.
2: I'm standing by that.
3: <laughs> 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 bold statement. Lost had a bold finale. Maybe? I don't know. Haven't seen it. Well, I Sean. feel like
2: I've seen it since Sean explained the entire plot to us at 3 in the morning in a Sherry's. So.
1: Glad um, I didn't listen. because Now that I'm into it.
2: Yeah, I recall I you were not live. about those conversations.
0: <laughs> so, kind of like Battlestar Galactica, Lost couldn't Couldn't explain everything. There's too much, way too much. There's no way it could make sense if they even tried to explain everything. What they did do was explain the whole arc of the season. I'm trying to not actually spoil anything. In a way that a lot of people were pissed, Uh, especially because it lets some characters make some really bad decisions over the course of the season and then not really have to worry about the repercussions just because of what happens in the finale and i think that's disappointing and uh there's a scene regarding desmond and his special purpose which is hinted at his so penis. much Sorry. so much so much of the show is about how important desmond is and and how he's got this crucial role to play in the fate of the island and maybe the entire world and then it plays out really really stupidly and <laughs> you like that no but i like everything that comes after that okay um the Flash forward stuff is cool, I guess. I'm cool with it. Uh, I guess a lot of people get pissed when shows go all philosophical at the end. And I don't. It's not cool, man. I, I'm I'm cool with it. Why not? It worked for dinosaurs. It did. <laughs> God damn, it, it worked well.
1: It's probably the best episode of that
3: show.
0: Best one I've seen. Yeah. Uh, And and Lost ends on a shot that I think is just just about perfect. The the very last shot of that show. Excellent. Chokes me up. Way to go, Lost.
1: I'm really looking forward to uh, finishing that. And I feel like I won't have to be as disappointed as people that were watching it when they're new because I know that there's going to be questions that they're not going to answer. So I'm probably going to have a lot more pleasant experience.
0: Yeah, there's... You just, I mean, with a show like Lost, you just got to accept that there's going to be things that don't make sense. There's going to be things people do that contradict things that happened earlier. And, and, and then there's going to be lots of things that are just never explained. And if you can get past that, uh, which a lot of people couldn't, because I think the producers did a bad job. I, I believe they made everyone think that everything was going to be answered. And it, it wasn't. And it, could, it couldn't have been. If you can somehow find a way to get past all that, like I think you can, John. I think, I think, you will enjoy the Lost. It job. hasn't done
1: I <laughs> in season three, but it hasn't done anything to disappoint me yet. It's a great character drama. It's a lot of weird shit, <laughs> but I can respect that because the character drama part is so good. Lots so I look lead. forward to uh, the end.
0: Early action to look forward to. He needs it.
3: <laughs>
0: Did you see the episode yet where he eats a bunch of like mayonnaise or ranch? It's like every episode. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: yes, that's a good it's gross. One. Get, no, I'm thinking of one. No, yeah, but yeah, saw that. It's, on him. it's <laughs> one where he like spilled it. He like broke a bunch of peanut butter and then he eats it like off the ground. Yeah. He like, gets leaves and like, eating peanut butter. The episode that I just watched was like the origin of his fatness. <laughs> 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 Which was when his dad left him and he's like, Here man, have a chocolate bar, I won't kill you. Which his dad says. And then oh, flash forward and he's fat. I gotta recommend the show to my
0: brother. And I to all so. Star Wars fans now, I guess. Oh, yeah. I saw
1: on Josh Holloway's uh, Wikipedia that he's going to – it says he's going to be in the new Star Wars, even though I'm pretty sure that that's not true. There's been no casting. Someone just wrote that because it sounded right. Yeah.
0: He'll be <laughs> Dan Solo.
1: My name is Dan Solo. <laughs> I could I could get behind Josh Holloway's dance solo.
0: MASH. <laughs> <laughs> Tragic ending. MASH is very famous for the, uh outlasting both the Korean War and the Vietnam War. That was 11
3: seasons too, right?
0: That sounds right to me.
3: That's like the limit. You can't go past 11 or else...
0: Unless you want to get really bad.
3: (laughs) You'll get really bad.
1: Simpsons. (laughs) Not really bad, but... Season 24. Jesus. That's going to be an accomplishment when I finish that. Because I've still seen everyone. But now we're talking about MASH. The most watched thing
3: ever. Or something.
0: It's one. <laughs> a lot of them. people I, watched it. I think The Fugitive
2: is also up there, pretty high. The last episode.
3: So is, was, so is Cheers. I think Cheers is number two.
2: How is There's Seinfeld like, not up New there? Shot, JR. R. I'm, I'm sure Seinfeld's
3: like, in the top ten. Top 10
2: yeah.
0: yeah. it's funny. I, I, we, we tried to watch a bunch of finales, but we couldn't get to like the two most famous finales, Newhart or a st elsewhere like the biggest final twists in tv history just cuz those were on before we cared about tv and now they're not on netflix or anything they're just they're just gone man but mash i did see that finale on upn late at night <laughs> <laughs> and it turned into a very late night cuz it was just fucking Two hours long. I think. It's
3: two hours. I'm guessing what is like three hours with commercials.
0: Yeah, it's. It was practically the night I watched Roots.
3: <laughs> it is about as long.
0: Yeah, because I gave up after a few generations on Roots. <laughs> Just felt too guilty. No, nah, it's too sleepy. Ran out of ice cream. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way to enjoy roots. <laughs> Big bowl of ash cream. Um the mash finale opens up with Hawkeye in a mental institution, I think. Yeah. And uh the explanation for that is surely depressing. Oh yeah. And they just kind of go off from there, making everyone's story really depressing until they course correct at the end and decide, all right, we're going to do some funny stuff. Because remember how this show was funny for the first few years? (laughs) We're going to do things like have uh, Klinger be the only one who wants to stay in Korea. That's fine. That's good. I appreciate that. And uh, doesn't something funny happen with Colonel Potter and his horse? Gone. Maybe.
3: <laughs> I don't remember anything funny happening. Aww. I remember him sort of riding off on the horse. And that was his farewell. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't watched much MASH other than just kind of walk again on my dad. Watching it on TV.
2: <laughs> <Or> <laughs>
3: Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> Look away. But uh, yeah, it was a good finale.
0: What about Aftermath? So I'd, I've always wondered about that because this has um, Father Mulcahy get deafened in it. I think. But I have to keep going to Yukon because you've seen it recently, and I saw it a decade ago.
3: Yeah, he's 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 pretty deaf.
0: So is he just deaf in all of Aftermath?
3: I don't know anything about Aftermath except that no one likes it.
0: <laughs> Should have done Monster no Mash. One. Yeah. Another thing about it, I think Father Mokay and Klinger are two of the three, and it's like Colonel Potter, but neither of them would be in a place to be that funny given the way the finale turns out.
3: Maybe it wasn't funny. Maybe it was a hard drama.
0: (laughs) That's the only thing that makes sense to me right now. Um, But besides Hawkeye's really, really depressing story, the one that I remember is, um, Winchester, Charles Winchester's story uh, where he befriends the musicians and they all get killed somehow. Do they blow up the hospital?
3: No, they like leave. They get like taken away to go back home or whatever and they get a nice farewell. They're like playing that song that he's trying to teach them throughout the whole episode. But then later, like one of them comes back. And he's, like, super injured, almost dead. And they're like, he's he's the only one that made it this far. So that's kind of depressing.
0: It's hella depressing. <laughs> and, and, and Winchester's like, well, that's it. I don't even get to enjoy classical music anymore. Even though that was, like, the only thing that got me through the war. And that's what I appreciate about this show is that, you know, despite it being, you know, a comedy in its, in its roots and uh, in, in a satire, uh they didn't shy away from the fact that war is a terrible thing and these people are going to be messed up for their experiences. Their lives are, you know, at least a little bit ruined because of the fact that they were in Korea.
3: Yeah, I mean that's the whenever I watch episodes of MASH, I am impressed that early on a show is actually able to Juggle comedy and drama in a way that I don't know, wasn't done for a while. It seems like after it.
0: It was on TV at the same time as the Vietnam War. It yeah. p- seems insane to me.: uh, And then, but still you get the, the last shot. you get to see uh, the note. BJ left for Hawkeye yeah that's nice yeah
1: I think they should do Monster Eh? Eh. it's funny right submit that to uh,
3: Mad TV (laughs) (laughs) and then you'll get a letter back from some business that has been established there that bad TV no longer exists
0: Yeah Mary Tyler Moore show Yeah Whose name is not Mary Tyler Moore On the show
3: Discussed. No Mary Richards I feel like that's a thing that most sitcoms do
0: I guess Bob Newhart did that as well
3: They, they give him the first name And then they change the last name Because then it's too weird Because it's like they're starring in their own lives, even though they're not.
0: Seinfeld got away with it.
3: Yeah, that's true. Maybe it only works if you're a stand-up comedian. Like Louis C.K. Yeah,
0: but he changed the spelling.
3: Yeah, I guess. Anyways, I don't know. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse whenever I come in on one of our TV podcasts. I'm like, dude, Mary Tyler Moore changed everything.
1: It is kind of hard to sell a bunch of guys on like feminist 60s television.
3: Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> I'm sure you, you, you got Lou Lou Grant and and Ted Baxter there, the dudes that are just awesome, just hilarious. And uh, you know, it it's a finale that kind of broke the book on how you end a, a workplace sitcom like this. Because it was, I don't know, it seems like one of the first shows where, like, they knew that it was coming to an end way ahead of time. And, uh, I don't know. It's weird. Like, this is the only sitcom, or even the only just show in general, that I watch the finale. And I, I gotta admit, I get a little choked up watching it. I don't know why. It's just something about... That last shot where Mary Richards looks back in the newsroom and I don't know it's probably because of the the whole scene that comes before it where everyone in the cast has this huge group hug which most shows could not get away with something like that it would seem kind of sappy but it definitely had one of the more likable shows in television history really and then there's that great speech where Mary talks about how you know she was a working woman and you know, what is a family besides people that just make you feel less alone? And that kind of sums up what you look for in a TV show. You look for these characters that, you know, almost seem like they're part of your family or something. And that, you know, that's good. That's why I like Oz. <laughs> Reminded you of your family. It
1: was heartwarming the last episode when then someone released the poisonous gas.
3: <laughs> Brock bats some memories of Christmas past, perhaps.
1: Got everybody got killed on that show. I mean most of most of the characters. <laughs> Sorry to uh it sounded like you were just gonna say something.
3: No, I was just going to say, I also am all about this episode because it's only a half hour long. Oh, wow. And I feel like they pretty much pack everything that you would want out of a finale into that half hour. Even uh, Rhoda and Phyllis come back after they got their own spin offs halfway into the series and left. They come back. Uh, there's a big, you know, emotional finale.
0: But Lou Grant hadn't started yet, right? They No. Until ended.
3: Yeah. Because you know, he, everyone gets fired from the WJM six o'clock news except Ted Baxter. So LeGrant moves to LA. Yeah, becomes the newspaper reporter again.
0: That's cool. I like. I mean, I've only seen the pilot and the last episode of Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> um, but I I get that Ted is like hella incompetent yeah <laughs> no one respects him so i do i I appreciate how funny it is that he's the he's the one who gets to stick around mm-hmm. when they have the choice of keep him or keep everybody else they go with him that's pretty good and i I think what you're saying is true i uh you gotta i mean any show even if it starts with with like group of friends like friends by the end they're gonna be a lot closer. Uh, than they were at the beginning uh, just because I mean these shows are always going to do like the most defining moments of, of these people's lives and, and it's you, you've got to acknowledge that in these workplace shows the characters are always basically a family by the end because the, all they do is work because there would be a lot of sets if they had to make everyone's houses and <laughs> all the time and uh, they they handle it really tastefully and and I, you know, having only seen the pilot, I was really impressed how far Ed Asner had gone, from being so gruff to being able to admit how much he liked everybody, except for Ted. Sounds like
3: hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody <laughs> hates Ted.
0: And the group hug is very sweet. Yeah, and I like that they make it funny too. Because like, well, now what do we do? <laughs> we'll walk together. You get tissues and stuff. It's
1: good. How many seasons are we talking here? Uh, 7. It's an acceptable amount. I think so.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> how many total if you can Phyllis, Rhoda, Lou Grant and Mary and Rhoda? Uh, I don't
2: know.
3: <laughs> Probably like somewhere around like fifteen. I don't think any of those shows lasted super long. Probably like three or four seasons each. Except for Mary and Rhoda. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Probably so lasted.
0: It's like a movie.
3: Okay.
1: They're yeah. not detectives.
0: <laughs> that would have been the next spinoff if they if they could have afforded it. Ooh, they made the like Cosby series. Mysteries. Yes. Let's talk about Cosby Mysteries devastating finale
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so we're I avoided that. I avoided putting shows on uh that were cancelled. I didn't want to go with accidental season finales or series finales I believe yeah, cover mysteries was cancelled, right
3: <laughs> i'm pretty sure. I, mean, I don't think he just decided to end it after
1: Tell <laughs> you what, wait, like half is, a season. Why don't you
3: write to them
1: and ask them?
3: Because <laughs> that's are what you we're canceled? doing now. Dear Cosby Mysteries, <laughs> are you canceled? I don't or know where I you see? find this address to mail it. To <laughs> give my regards to David Glover. <laughs>
2: I respect that
3: I don't even know what show we're talking about now Talking
1: well, about Seinfeld. Oh,
2: Seinfeld Seinfeld Okay
1: uh, I'm cool with it The day Frank Sinatra died cool Right. Whoa That's the reason he could get to the hospital so fast Is because so many people were inside watching Seinfeld <laughs> That's not funny.
2: It's kind I of guess it didn't, it, really, funny. it didn't matter. You can't
0: take that laugh away from me, John. <laughs>
2: All right. But
1: I've always liked it. I, I remember watching it when it was uh, – this, this is one of those big cultural events that I, was, I feel like I was actually – like, even though I didn't really watch Seinfeld regularly as a kid, it's like we have to watch this, son. This is important. <laughs> this is something America has to do. <laughs> <laughs> and i enjoyed it then and i still enjoy it now i mean i know it's uh i don't know them going to jail seems like kind of a a downer but i think it's kind of funny Yeah,
2: i mean I, I just really really appreciate how they they brought all these supporting characters back i i just i thought it really rounded it out well and and cuz that's really what Seinfeld's all about to me it's all about you know it's all about those people that they interact with so i i like how they did that didn't it end with the same conversation that started like the first episode mm-hmm. and i can confirm this cuz i just watched <laughs> like the very beginning <laughs> i just like right after they did the button bit you know he's talking about the button on george's shirt and i said i was like i like i remember that and since I just watched the entire series in, like, three weeks, I uh, I was like, I'm pretty sure that was in the show. So I, I went back to the first episode, and, yep, that was it.
1: Yeah, that's pretty funny. I go to jail the good Samaritan law. <laughs> <laughs> fat guy's getting robbed and laughing at him.
2: I do, <laughs> like, feel myself going, like, oh, this is so dumb. Like, why? Yeah, why, like, this. Like, could,
1: this would never happen. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: I just feel like the setup for it's a bit off with the rest of the show, just because, you know, the whole time they're talking about how these are like the worst despicable people there are, but I don't really think that's true. I feel like the Seinfeld characters were always somewhat relatable in the ways that they <laughs> approached a lot of these yeah. wacky situations that they got into. And I feel like in that regard, the the finale is just a little too kind of trying to not go out on a heartfelt note yeah which i kind of respect i just feel like some of it just rang a little bit false to me
2: the episode before is a clip show and like they do this whole like you know time of your life kind of thing yeah. and it's real yeah. it's real emotional so <laughs> I felt like they got that out of the way like the week before and then they and then they got to do their finale. And and I do think, like, the whole time I'm watching the whole show and I'm thinking, you know, like, they always mean well. Yeah. But it is definitely, like, the perception of everyone in the show that these guys are total dicks, you know? But, like, they, they always mean well. They're not really that bad. In the last couple seasons, like, George is kind of despicable. and, But...
0: I mean, there's always the fact that these are people that when Susan dies, they'll just kind of shrug it off and go get coffee.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the, the, the one uh, the the one instance where it's like, oh, man. And I was, like, reading about how people were, like, upset when that happened. Like, I can't believe they were, like, they don't even care. <laughs> <laughs> but, but to me, it's disappointing because I think
0: the concept of Jerry and George getting a second shot and making their show would have been a great way to, to end the show because they could have Jerry and George move to LA and that's reason enough to, you know, they can't have their hijinks anymore uh, with, with Elaine and Kramer still in New York uh, but then you could have at the very end Jerry and George start writing Seinfeld and start writing the first episode and you're like, oh yes this goes on forever <laughs> like an infinite loop yep. that's what I want so make that happen. Time travel, anyone? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> do they do they mention on Curb your enthusiasm how like pe- people aren't about this finale, right? Sure. There... I, I
0: remember there was like a, an SNL sketch when uh, Jerry Seinfeld hosted. Oh yeah. He, he's like in jail or something. It's <laughs> definitely well, one part. No, that.
1: that was the aftermath. He got sent to Oz. Oz, that's right, yes. And they he was on the set of Oz with, like, J.K. Simmons and stuff. <laughs> He's like, Are you a Hebrew? <laughs> He's like, yeah, but people don't seem to have a problem with it on a
3: national level.
1: <laughs> and, like, they threw him in, like, their, like, hot box room where, they like, they you you, know, you sweat and you're naked. He's like, it's kind of like a spa. <laughs> you know, they throw you in naked. And the guy's like, out of BC, you stuck me with the AIDS-infected needle. <laughs> Good luck with all that. (laughs) I want to see that show.
2: I do like the stand-up at the end where he's like in jail. Yeah, and then uh, Kramer. Of course, Kramer's like he's the only one that's really, (laughs) really getting into it. Oh yeah, that was good.
3: Yeah, I mean there are nice touches in it. It's just overall, Mm. it's just all right. Yeah, good enough, I guess.
0: Probably not good enough for the list.
3: I don't, I don't quite think so, no.
0: So, complete John shutout. Huh? That was it, right? I
2: don't know. For I you? Like uh
0: Were you? Yeah. It's really, you called it a John shutout. I didn't <laughs> get that at all. Shutting <laughs> you out of the list. Uh, the next one is personal pick of mine. It is the shield, it is the best. On this list, you guys just don't know because you haven't seen any of it. I don't
3: think anybody has. I've seen the first season. Oh, there you
0: go. Some shows have, you know, a final season arc that they have to handle. Uh, The Sopranos, or uh, The Shield, does uh, everything. Like, the characters get their comeuppance for. Like every little piece of shit That they've dropped (laughs) Since the very first episode And it's so Beautifully handled And it's so satisfying And at the same time Tragic to watch And this is another one That ends on a last shot That is just so good That you know You don't know what to do with yourself Now the show's over gotta start running around or something <laughs>
3: I feel like that's always your your reaction to a, an episode of television that you really like you feel like you gotta start running around or like spinning spin in your chair or something that a little kid would do
0: because <laughs> well, I like catch I, a candy I can't be like yelling or anything <laughs> oh my god why not gotta internalize I don't want anyone to know
2: I did some I did some jumping up and down like Getting pumped during Battlestar, like whenever they like reference Earth at the end of the episode, I'd be <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, let's go. What
0: about that one episode where they like zoom out and they zoom in and like check it out? Earth.
2: Or- yeah, I flipped the fuck out. I was like, Oh my god, this is this is what I'm putting in all this time for. Yeah. Yeah. That's- but then I was disappointed. So.
0: Uh, but yeah, don't want to spoil anything. Shield finale is awesome.
2: I believe you. I don't believe you. I believe you.
0: Sopranos finale. Super famous because it cuts to black. And you're like, is this working? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then when you think about it for a while, you're like, oh. Uh, This makes sense I get it (laughs) And then you think about it a little more And you're like wait a minute It's ambiguous on purpose This is pretty ridiculous This is like one of the most famous Finales in recent memory I still don't want to spoil it though You guys haven't all seen the Sopranos. It's pretty sweet though I'm talking about
3: yeah oh yes i I know what you are talking about, and yeah, I'm pretty about that last five minutes. I guess the only reason the sopranos finale kind of I don't know isn't a spectacular finale for me is because I feel like at this point like all the all the big dramatic moments have already kind of happened earlier in the season, like all the or most of the the major characters that got whacked. They already did. Except for one. There there is one more killing that takes place. And it's pretty brutal.
0: Did you watch it again?
3: I watched it again.
0: That's pretty brutal, right?
3: Yeah. <laughs> Savage. But yeah. The last five minutes. Pretty cool. I know some people are not about it, but I, I'm about it. Just because Sopranos was really the show that changed dramatic television. It was always super, super groundbreaking, and I like that they went out with a thought-provoking finale.
0: Hell yes. Man, yeah. they had gone conventional, I would have been pissed.
3: <laughs> yeah, that would have mm-hmm. been... That would have been disappointing.
0: Even if they just gave him like the Goodfellas ending.
3: No, almost schmuck who can't even get spaghetti. They give me noodles with ketchup.
0: Okay, well, that I would have liked to see. <laughs> but...
3: That's what happens. And then he looks at you from his suburban home and then Joe Pesci shoots you. He shoots at the camera.
0: That was my concern.
3: I guess with this it would have been uh, I don't know. Probably Christopher Maltesante. I don't
0: know if that's a spoiler or not. Um, yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, not going to say anything, I guess. Yeah. no. Yeah. Sweet. So, Star Trek Next Generation. A uh, little known fact. The ending of that show is a Christmas carol. Like the the Charles Dickens story, but done Star Trek. And it is so badass. (laughs) In in part, I feel bad because the episode is so entirely focused on Picard that you don't really get a, a good farewell for a lot of the characters... Really you like, give Riker, like Riker is barely used, and I'm all about Riker. I had no idea about this, but is really great. But uh, you're but fine with was,
3: it, right? Because the other day you told me that Picard is the greatest character in the history of fiction.
0: Yeah, it has to be focused on Picard because he's so great. And. <laughs> Maybe they knew ahead of time that those movies were going to suck. And so they had to give some great Picard material for Patrick Stewart to work with. And, of course, they bring back John Delancey as Q, the uh, omnipotent being that's taken a weird interest in Picard and humanity. Um, The first episode of Next Generation is their first encounter with Q. And he says, putting humanity on trial. And then in the last episode... Uh, he reveals that actually the trial has been going on this entire time, and Picard is stuck living through three periods of time at the same time. It's his first day on the Enterprise, and then modern day, what's going on now, and then deep in the future when he's suffering from this weird brain disease and he like has trouble understanding reality. And it's it's really satisfying to watch because I mean obviously they couldn't do a too much plot they couldn't have the enterprise blow up or anything because they had to go on to make movies they had to kind of just leave everything the way it was
2: was it always a plan to make movies
0: yeah i think so uh and uh but they still give you like the peek into the future uh by by showing like hella old picard and uh and how he deals with the problems is pretty fun to watch because it's exciting to see all the other characters. Like, Geordi's pretty much the same, but Data is like a professor now and he's a total dick. And Riker's like an admiral and his beard is even longer and gray now. And Worf is like Klingon governor or something. And he looks hella weird. And Dr. Crusher's a captain of some shitty little spaceship that no one likes. (laughs) Uh, but it's also fun to see him go back to the, like the very first episode because they put on the old like skin tight uniforms and Tasha Yar is back, who is was uh, the only cast member to get killed over the course of the entire series. And it's, and it's fun, you know. Picard is so great, you guys, because <laughs> it's all in his mind. He's he's a great thinker. He's a great diplomat, and it's fun to watch him. You know, without. His tr- trying to convince people to do stuff when you know, his mind is in question. He's, he doesn't have anything to fall back on.
2: Do people know that he's like, going crazy? Yeah, he tells the people
0: in the modern day and the future, but he, he's scared to tell anyone in the past because he doesn't want to accidentally destroy the future. Uh, and that's, that makes that fun too because he's given like, all these weird commands that no one understands why. And there's a brief cameo of Beardless Riker which I believe is just stock footage from the first episode. Uh, But it's, it's just so great watching him figure it out and watching him like, like as the story goes on, he's getting more and more memory from each of the timelines. And he's also like going between them faster and faster.